0: Hi, this is Andrew Sampson with Ross Video, and in this tutorial we're going to go through keyframed animations and talk about the different user interface components required to build keyframed animations in expression, um, how to copy those animations from scene to scene, and how to copy those animations within the same scene. So, I've built a very simple example here. Uh, We just have a cube and a cylinder, and we're going to use these two objects to create animations. Um, and we're going to introduce a few different user interfaces. Um, First one being the scene director. So every scene that you build in Expression can have multiple scene directors and we'll get into that in a later tutorial but in this tutorial we're going to start by just explaining how to use a scene director. Um, The same principles that apply to this would obviously apply to any other scene director that you would work with in Expression. So to start off with we're going to open up our default scene director which you can access by hitting Control D on the keyboard or by going to the animation menu at the top of the screen and selecting scene director and that will open your scene director. Um, On my scene director I have one blue clip here. This blue clip is what's called an animation controller and by default your default scene director always has an animation controller applied to it called animation controller 1 at least initially unless you delete it or rename it. Um, and this animation controller um, is, has a variable length that we can adjust. My animation controller, uh, by default, is 40 frames long. Um, typically, in a fresh install of expression, that animation controller would be 200 frames long, but I've adjusted the preference on my system to make these animation controllers 40 frames long consistently. So if I go to the Edit menu and we go to Preferences, you'll see in the editor options list, there's an option for default animation controller length and mine's been set to 40 frames, which is the reason that this is 40 frames long. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna build some uh, some keyframes to animate this cube on this animation controller. Um, And to start off with, just to understand the whole principle of animation controllers versus the scene director, an animation controller is essentially a, a timeline, sort of a miniature timeline inside of an overall timeline, which is the scene director itself. Now, the differentiator here is an animation controller only contains keyframes. So all an animation controller can do is hold keyframes to control the manipulation of objects. A scene director can have multiple animation controllers applied to it there can also be stagger animations, there can be audio clips, there can be video clips applied to a scene director so think of the scene director as an overall effects timeline because it can control a lot more than just keyframed animations whereas an animation controller is strictly associated with keyframes. So on a single scene director you can create multiple animation controllers and you can always create a new animation controller simply by right clicking on an available track and selecting Add clip animation controller, and that's going to make a new animation controller. It's also a good idea to rename these animation controllers. Um, so, for example, if I'm going to have an animation controller that controls the cube, I'm going to name it as such. So, this is going to be my cube animation controller. And I'm going to have one that controls the torus. So, this is going to be my torus animation controller. Right? So naming these is is important, and you'll want to to do that to differentiate the task that each of these animation controllers is performing. Animation controllers can also store keyframes for multiple objects. So you may have an animation controller that's called lower third in, for example, and that controls all of the objects that are affected when, when our lower third animates on. And then you might have another one that's lower third off that affects all of the objects when our lower third animates off. So it's not necessarily one animation controller equals one object, you can certainly build it that way if you want. Um, But building these separate controllers just gives you the flexibility to move animations around and sort of categorize them within the scene um, in essence. So so what we'll do is we'll build keyframes on our cube animation controller for the cube object. Um, The key here is you want to make sure you have the right animation controller selected or active because that's the one we'll be setting keyframes on. So to set the active animation controller, simply double-click, and that's now the active controller. If I double-click on the cube, it's now the active controller. And just to show you the relationship, there's a secondary timeline at the bottom of the screen right down here. This timeline is representative of the frames within the current active controller, which is why when I move my scene director, you'll see the bottom timeline, or the, the timeline at the bottom of the screen is moving in unison with my scene director. Whereas if the Taurus animation controller is the active controller, when I move my scene director playhead, the the timeline at the bottom of the screen does not start moving until I actually reach that second animation controller. Okay, so this timeline is specific or, or specifically related to whichever animation controller is the currently selected one. Okay, so now to setting some keyframes. So if this is the starting point for my object, i uh, shall move my scene director down here. If this is the starting point for my cube object, I need to record a keyframe for its current position. So I'm going to start at frame zero, and my animation controller is positioned right at the beginning of my scene director. So I'm just going to move the playhead to frame zero. I'll select the object that I want a keyframe, either by clicking on it in the viewport, or selecting it here in the object manager, so I'm going to select the cube, and I'm going to set a keyframe for its current position. Um, and to do that, we can use the key, uh, set keyframe window, which you can open by hitting uh, control K on your keyboard, or by going to this ti- the timeline at the bottom of the screen and hitting the key button. So the key button will actually bring up that set keyframe window. In here, you can uh, identify what attributes for the object you want to keyframe. Green indicates that it's enabled, red indicates that it's disabled. So if I wanted to keyframe the Y position, the X position, and the Y rotation for this object, I'm going to enable X position, Y position, I'm gonna disable Z position, and I'm going to enable Y rotation and disable X and Z rotation and disable all scale. You'll also notice that all of my secondaries, so things like pivot position, um, texture pivot, texture position, they're all disabled as well. These are secondary attributes that you can keyframe as well. So now I'm going to hit the set and close button which will set a keyframe for this object's current position and rotation in 3D space. So I'm going to hit set and close. Then I'll move my timeline to the frame where I want to end my animation. Let's say this is going to be 30 frames long. All right, so we're going to copy. We'll move our uh, scene director, excuse me. We'll move that to frame 30. Now I'm going to reposition my object. So I'm going to take the cube and transform its position X and transform its position Y and I'm going to rotate its rotation Y 360 degrees and then I'm going to open the keyframe window again and hit set and close. And now I've created this animation specifically on this animation controller. Now I wanted to bring up the the concept of copying um, because we can now copy keyframes from one animation controller to the next. So let's say for instance, I wanted to take the entire animation that I've created on the cube animation controller and copy it to the torus animation controller, but reassociate it with this object instead of the cube. This is one of the uses of the graph editor. So when we open up the key graph editor, which you can open by hitting Control shift k on the keyboard, I can now look at the actual animation splines that exist on this selected animation controller. So that's an important thing to keep in mind. When you're looking at the key graph editor, it's showing you the keyframes that specifically exist in the active animation controller. So notice when my cube animation controller is selected, the cube object is highlighted here in the list. Whereas if I double click on the torus animation controller and we look at the key graph editor, the cube object's no longer highlighted because there are no keyframes on that animation controller. So we'll go back to our cube animation controller, and then we'll select the cube object, which will now bring up all of its animation channels. And you'll see that there's position X, position Y, and rotation Y for that object. So I'm going to select these three attributes, and I'm going to use the control key just to select these three animation channels, because I want to transfer them to this object on this animation controller. So I'm going to copy, right-click, copy. Then I'm going to go and double-click on the torus animation controller. And then in the key graph editor, select the torus object, right-click on the object name in the channels list, and select paste. And now it pastes all of the animation channels from the cube object and the cube animation controller into my torus object on a different animation controller. And now if we run through our animation, I've got the same keyframes applied to two different objects. And because I'd already offset these animation controllers, there's a delay from one to the next. And that's obviously adjustable now because we can just reposition these animation controllers to achieve the animation offset that we want. And to play my scene director and view the animation in the viewport, I'm just hitting the spacebar. Now you've seen how to copy animations from the key graph editor. What about copying animation controllers in their entirety? So I want to take this whole animation controller and move it to a different scene, for example. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a new scene. And in this scene, I'm going to build a different object. So in this one, we'll have a torus again. But this torus is going to be green. All right, so new scene with a new object, with its own default scene director and default animation controller, which currently have no animations on it whatsoever. So what you can do is from a previous scene or from any other scene within your project, I should say, we can select an animation controller. For example, I can take this Taurus animation controller and just right click on it and select copy. And when I copy this animation controller and move to my next scene, I can then just click on a track, right-click, paste. Now this is a really nice feature. When you have uh, different objects, or or you're moving to a different scene that may potentially have different objects, when you paste the animation controller, it's going to ask you um, what destination object do you want to apply the keyframes to in this scene. Now naturally, because my torus in this scene is named torus1 it matches up and it'll say okay well it's coming from torus1 so destination object is torus1 but let's say for example i had multiple objects in this scene so let's cancel this for a second and let's change the name of this so this is no longer torus1 this is going to be my torus and then i'll have another cube and we'll have a cylinder so there will be several objects in this scene Now where do we paste the keyframes? So if I go through that process again, and I right click on an available track and select paste, it'll now come up and say unassigned because it did not find an object of the same name. So if there is no matching object, you can now pick from the list what object you want to assign the keyframes to. So maybe I want to assign them to cube one, or maybe I want to assign them to cylinder one, or to the torus. So you'll see if I pick cube one, Now when I play that animation controller that cube affects, or I should say that animation controller affects the cube instead of the torus. And we can keep pasting, I mean we could paste that animation controller again and simply assign it to a different object, in this case torus. one last point uh, before we finish up this tutorial Um, this is a relatively new feature it was added in version 5.5 but every one of your animation controllers has this little blue arrow that indicates its play direction Um, so what this allows you to do is actually take the same animation controller for example if I want to paste that animation controller on this timeline again I can simply paste I can assign it to the same object, so I can assign this to my torus. Now with the uh, additional copy of that animation controller, I can actually right-click on it and select reverse direction. So now I have one version of the animation that plays forwards and another version that plays backwards. So you can do this for any clip that you apply to your scene directors. You can right-click on them and select reverse direction, and you'll see the arrow turns yellow and points to the left as opposed to pointing to the right, and now you have keyframes that are reversed. So, I hope this tutorial was helpful. Uh, In future tutorials, we'll cover uh, using multiple scene directors um, as well as using video clips and audio and stagger animations on your scene directors as well. But this is the introductory uh, lesson on creating keyframes and using animation controllers. So, I hope this was helpful and uh, talk to you all soon. Thanks. Bye bye.